All right. How's everyone doing today? My name is Robert. I'm the host of Coping for Sure. Uh, today, I'm going to be talking a little bit about a book I wrote during the first quarantine of our wonderful or not so wonderful, or none of us have really enjoyed it. Let's be honest, the COVID epidemic. So we had that first quarantine that was absolutely brutal. I worked from home for a year um, during my therapy job as a youth and family therapist. And I decided that I'm going to write a book during um, during that time at home. So that's what I kind of did. And it's called The Quarantine Saga. I threw up a link for everybody um, to check it out. So I also put together probably what is one of my favorite ideas in writing a kid's book um, called the George the Dog series. So George is a dog who goes through lots of different adventures and I'm going to write a series based on him. It'll all it'll mainly feature the ideas of mental health, resiliency, going through a lot of different things. And I think that everyone will really enjoy it. So I'm going to read a little bit about George, his adventure, read about a couple of the segments from the first quarantine saga, my first book. And I'm going to read about a little bit about the second one that I'm working on right now called the Quarantine Saga 2, bigger, badder, vaccinated, sort of. So we're going to jump into the first quarantine saga. So, you can purchase the book on Amazon. The link is up there. Um, and half the benefits from the book I'm donating to the ASPCA since this was basically written for uh, little kids with dogs and cats and other animals as the inspiration for it. The book, I basically narrated the crazy adventures that I witnessed and kind of created a fictionalized life of our animals. They're a big part of us, so why not create a book? So part of the back of the book, it says, In 2020, a virus ravaged the land and its people. The humans were forced to quarantine in their homes with their pets. The following is a faithful account of the domestic quarantine events during 2020 and 2021 from those who resisted. So remember, this is a fictional book. No cats or dogs or anybody was hurt in the making of this book. So the first adventure is called The Coup. Last night, the cat staged a coup and have staked a claim to the house and, in, and now demand to be called the overlords. The older and most senior cat is the overlord and the youngest cat is the overlord's apprentice. The dog remains our supporter and ally, calling us the resistance. So far, the overlords have been generous though their taxes for basic necessities are high. The overlords have instituted a house tax that has to be paid, which is high and financially stressful. The taxes increased from 1% a day to, of our income to 5%. We're hopeful that the cats will continue to be generous management. So, the next adventure in the book is the cats have a plan. 
The overlords continue to support us and have given us extra rations of food. They appear to be bribed by catnip and petting. The taxes went up again, and now they are charging us to use the restrooms and kitchen. Negotiations will take place when they write the constitution for their kingdom. We are hopeful. The next adventure in the book. Why are the overlords raising taxes? The feedline overlords have drafted a constitution for the house with high taxes and have limited access to 90% of the house by requiring us to pay a toll. Last night, they lit rolls of toilet paper on fire to appease their gods and strike fear in us. We are worried. The cat's plan to expand the resistance is now calling a dark side to their homes. Beware, the felines are coming. The cats can't be trusted. And I'll pick an adventure from later in the book. So, adventure number nine. The overlord, the overlord returned sometime last night, and the car is fine. If you read the book, you'll notice that the overlord stole the car. He has retaken the house by storm and put in new regulations, such as making tuna for him when we eat and calling him Lord. He no longer has his robot machine and reports that he got mugged by some gangster cats while he was shooting pool. Now he's taking his anger out on us. The Overlord's apprentice has joined the resistance. The Overlord does not know of his betrayal. So, that is in my first book, The Quarantine Saga. I'm currently writing the second book, which is called The Quarantine Saga, Bigger, Badder, Vaccinated, Sort of. Uh, the premise of the book, the Overlord army has fallen. A new enemy has appeared. The raccoons are using their tiny, creepy hacker skills in an attempt to take over the world during the reemergence of the COVID pandemic. So here we go. We're going to give you guys a couple, little bit of the first couple of the adventures that I've written so far in the book. I'm hoping to have the book done by this summer to add to the original quarantine saga. Both all of my books will be available on Amazon and half of the profits from my book are going to go to support the ASPCA. So the first adventure in the quarantine saga too, raccoons have started an emailing spoofing campaign. They are impersonating a presidential candidate and have donations coming in fast or a leadership pack with illegal check boxes for continued donations taking a page from the recently formed, failed former U.S. president. Recently, they sent out a combined Overlord and Resistance Army notice. The Resistance is dead. We know their spelling is terrible, and it seems they want others to think the Resistance has failed. The leader of the Resistance, the Overlords have resented for now, is recruiting troops and expanding their territory by fooling raccoons with randomly dispersed soda bottles around the nearby park. We are glad their caffeine addiction is easy to manipulate. Recently, we took over a shipment of trench coats, sunglasses, and hats they ordered. Hopefully, we can ransom them back for control of the school for the neighborhood kids to go back. The resistance is strong. Um, my next adventure that I started working on, granted this is just a rough draft, so I'm going to keep working on this. Uh, the resistance was successful and retook the school and the kids have returned to get their education. We traded the raccoon some aged soda and they took it. 
The raccoons took over our abandoned warehouse as the base of our operations. A new bunny that recently joined the resistance technology team hacked the raccoon security and we have an inside look. The overlords are unhappy that we are working with the rabbits and feel the queen of the resistance is soft. Bunny the bunny is pretty nice and an amateur chef as well. The queen and him are working well so far. Lenny the Bunny has been a valuable member of the Resistance. The Queen is astounded with his IT skills, and the remaining Overlord forces continue to argue against the Queen. Recently, Lenny hacked into security cameras of the Raccoon hideout, and we identified his disorganized network of money laundering and spam email campaigns and bicycle theftering. The Queen and her generals are formulating a plan to end the email campaigns with Lenny's help. He types as fast as his nose twitches. Today we had a huge win. Lenny shut down a large income stream of the raccoons by blocking a website they have been using to raise money. The raccoons have been busy trying to restart the site. Today was a major setback. The queen and the remaining overlord army had a disagreement. The overlords were paying Lenny's twin brother, Benny, under the table to spy on the raccoons. He was seen being caught on camera by Lenny. The Queen is demanding answers, and the Overlords are threatening to leave. The home base is tense. Meanwhile, the raccoons have made a deal with some deer and are now robbing some of the Overlords' remaining medicinal marijuana shops of supplies and eating the azalea bushes. The Queen is hoping to distract them with strategically placed salt licks and get them to join the resistance. We have been successful in having a few deer join the resistance. The Overlord Army was happy with the decision. And, you know, they, as much as they said they were happy, they were very unhappy. The decision was made between the Queen and the Overlord remaining army and have chosen to split ways with the resistance and were rather cordial and met with the Queen to discuss a peaceful accord. They had moved onto a small former farm with a peace treaty with the resistance. Meanwhile, the deer have been valuable and provided detailed drawings of the raccoon's base of operations. Today, it was announced by the former queen that the double agent that's in the first quarantine saga book, if you read that, you'll learn about the double agent, had been promoted to assassin for the crown. He is a formidable warrior, and his status makes us ready for the battle with the raccoons. He is trained training with the Miller Moth Air Force. The Queen has come to an agreement with the Moths, and they are now the Air Force of the Resistance. The cat is not happy, since he typically hunts them for sport. But, remember, he is also training with them. The Moths have been easily distracted by light, and the cat has used this as his justification to eat them. The cat recently ate two members of the Royal Resistance Air Force, and the Queen worked with their leader to repair the damage and pay for the burials. The Queen, the queen has now restricted the access to the Air Force, and the assassin's license to kill is suspended. Lenny the Bunny has been doing a lot of cooking for us. 
outside his normal computer and technology dishes. He's a pretty good cook. The deer army has complained to the queen of some of their army disappearing. We assume it is nothing and they are out partying in town. Lenny made some great kebabs that we all enjoyed. The moth army did a reconnaissance mission and discovered that there were raccoons were amassing weapons in an abandoned warehouse in town. We are worried. The queen has been contacted and set up a meeting with the head of the dog mafia, Danny the Blonde. He has a golden retriever that controls the darker areas of downtown and wants to set up and build a connection with the resistance. The queen has her reservations. That's as far as I've gotten so far. I'm still working on it. If you have ideas, definitely put them in the chat. You can also um, email me on Gmail at theoverlord13 at gmail.com, or you can put them in the chat, and I'd be, I'd love to talk to you more about any ideas you have. Um, again, the first Quarantine Saga book that really starts the preface for this is on Amazon. Um, I'm also working on another kid's book um, that is about George the dog. Um, and he's going to go through many different adventures. The books are basically going to look at mental health and recovery and teach a mental health um, kind of a storyline throughout each book. George, George will go and look at all these different things, things that happen, things that um, he can learn from. And throughout this, he will... Um, He'll go through something rough, and then he will go through kind of a recovery period in each book, many different adventures. This book will be mainly written for kids um, fifth grade and younger. I think people will really enjoy it. Um, so I'm going to read kind of the first part of a little bit of the first book that I'm working on. It's called Sixth and Jefferson. Um, so George loved his home. He had lived for years with his old human friend that walked slow, but spoiled and gave him lots of treats. The human's daughter had given him to his human parent to keep him company after his wife died. And he was proud to take on this role. One day, George's human dad said he was not feeling well and laid down to go to sleep. George the dog woke up cold and confused. His human was gone and the house was quiet and empty. Where did he go? He remembered lights and workers taking him, his very old, less furry human away, and the door shutting. But it had been three days. Where was the family? He was hungry. He looked in the cabinets and found a can of tuna, but with no thumbs he could not open it. He stomped on it, dropped it, and finally ran to the top of the stairs and dropped it. After a few tries of the can bouncing down, the can opened and he was able to eat. He pulled open the refrigerator door and ate what food he could, but now he needed to go to the potty. After a few minutes of nervous searching, he used the same closet his human used to go potty. It was time to look for his human dad. So he pawed at the door, he pawed at the windows, nothing happened. He was frustrated with his lack of progress. He had a memory of his humans leaving the upstairs window unlocked. 
He ran as fast as he could up the stairs and pushed through the bedroom door and stopped at what he saw. He was sad that his human was gone and his bed was unmade. Either way, he was determined to find his human. He pushed out the window and his paws opened it. Jumped out and realized midair he was up on another floor of the house on the roof over the patio. He landed on the roof and started sliding. George fell off the roof. Splash! He landed in the pool. Swam out and shook. Cold, but wet. He was outside. He looked around and after smelling a bit, he found the scent of a truck that left with his human. He started running as fast as he could. Following his nose, he ran past the bakery, the dog park, the zoo, and finally found the big building with the other red vans and trucks. He was confused, but our friend persisted and finally walked in the hospital front doors. Though he could not talk, he spotted a nurse from the big red van who was there when his human left. He ramped and he barked and made everyone jump. She looked down at him and smiled and also recognized the dog. She was a little sad and said to him, Hi, pup. It's good to see you. How'd you find me at the hospital? He barked again and nudged her hand with a purple band-aid on it, recognizing it from the night she was there. She smiled and rubbed it. The nurse said, Let's go get some food, water, and we can talk. They went down the hall, through the doors, and in a downstairs room with more big vans, police cars, and fire trucks. She said to the dog, This is my poor friend. It's a hospital dispatch center where me and my friends wait for emergencies to go help people. She walked a few feet into the garage and motioned him to follow and said, Follow me. I have a friend for you to meet. She walked past a few rows of ambulances and fire trucks where police, EMTs, and firemen patted his head. We used to all be in separate places. Then the city built this new hospital and combined our services in one team. They stopped at a small office where her friend Sam sat working on a pump for a fire truck. Hi, Sam. This is George. He lived with Mr. James off of 6th, and I think you two should meet. That's where I'm going to end that book. I'm still in process. I don't want to give too much away. Um, it's kind of a rough draft right now. Um, that's going to be called Six and Jefferson, about George the dog. I'm planning to write a whole series about mental health and recovery and have George go through a lot of different adventures. I'm working on my first one right now. Um, my first book, The Quarantine Saga, is available on Amazon. Um, the second book, The Quarantine Saga Up 2, should be up this summer. If you'd like to purchase it, half the proceeds go to support the ASPCA. Um, it's available in both um, hardback cover and also um, on Kindle. But I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you have a great day. Take care of yourselves. Um, I'm going to head out for now. Um, this Saturday at about 3 p.m. Mountain Time, I will be doing an interview with a colleague of mine talking about her recovery from substance use, from mental health issues, uh, domestic violence. She has been through a whirlwind of experiences. We're going to be talking about her recovery. Um, I'll be doing it live, so please tune in. I was supposed to do it last Saturday, but I wasn't feeling well, so we rescheduled it to this Saturday. Hope you tune in. Hope you enjoy it. Please bring your fam friends, family, 
dogs, animals talking. Maybe I'll read a little bit more of the Quarantine Saga books. Um, but if you'd like to purchase them, they're on Amazon. The link's up there. Hope you have a great day.